Welcome to Life Mastery for Women, where I help you decode the struggles in your life in the areas of health, wealth, relationships, and spirituality with mind mastery, emotional management, and meditation. Welcome to today's podcast. Hey ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I hope I am finding you visualizing your dream. If you're not visualizing your dream, it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. I have heard numerous times, I can't visualize. And I always say to them, yes, you can. And here's how I know. If I walk out of this room and 10 minutes later, I walk back in, would you recognize me? And they, of course, always say yes. I said, if your mother walks in this room or your daughter walks in this room, would you recognize them? And they say yes. And I said, then you have visualization skills. Because in our visualization, in our mind, we have an image, a picture, a thought, of a, a, um, a visual of things, of a person. If I say, get out a piece of paper and I want you to draw me a boat, you'd be able to draw me a boat. If I said, on a stop sign, what color is a stop sign? You would say red. If I said, we're here in this place uh, and I want, can you please give me directions to this place? And if you were from that town and it wasn't too difficult, you could do it because you can visualize from here to there. So I'm going to give you a little bit of an exercise. I want you to try this. I want you to go back in time. doesn't even have to be very long. could be something yesterday, day before, whatever, a month ago, doesn't matter. And I want you to think of a time that you were really, really happy. And then I want you to think about what it was that you were doing that was making you happy. What was the activity? What were you engaged in? What was, what was, the, what was the activity? And then I want you to think about and, and uh, look at the surrounding. So while I'm engaged in this activity, in my mind, I'm already going to that activity. So you're already there. And now I want you to expand on the visual. So what was around you? What was the room like? Or what was the atmosphere like? What was the surroundings? Then go even further and say, what were the sounds? What did I hear? And then go further, what were the smells? What did this area, what did this room, what did maybe this person, whatever I was doing, what, did, what were the smells around me? If I was enjoying a great meal, I can, I can feel the atmosphere. I just had so much fun hanging out with my friends, okay? So what were you doing? Well, we were eating a meal. What was the meal? Taste the meal. What, 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 were I, what was I looking at? What was the ambiance of the restaurant? Well, the lights were dim, and what was I hearing? There was music playing. I could hear my friends' laughter, our great conversation, some other people talking, the smell of great food, the taste of great food. We, we stayed for hours we haven't seen each other in a long time. What was the emotion that you felt? Connected, joyous, happy, excited. Then take yourself and put yourself in your body and see through your eyes the same experience. Feel yourself sitting or standing or dancing or making love, whatever it was you were doing. Put yourself back in that scene in your body. This is the kinetic connection, the feeling of, and then and then feel it and expand on it. Make it last longer. Make, make it more joyous, happier, more exciting, more passionate. Then I want you to elevate yourself and now be above the room seeing yourself in this room. See yourself 
experiencing this wondrous experience from a, a, a bird's eye view. Now I want you to expand even further, go up above the clouds and see now the tiny little square of the restaurant or the beach or the room that you are in or whatever. And I want you to go up above and just see the top of the building or the top of the, the, the scene and see the whole thing. And I want you to light it up and see the energy of the emotion that you were feeling, the lightness of the joy, the happiness, the excitement, the passion, the inspiration. That is visualization. That is the art of visualizing. It is, it is a way that we can communicate through our mind, through our through our the purpose of our mind and doing it on purpose to elicit the emotional response in our body of the things that we want to feel. Because here's what happens often. We are in an atmosphere, we're at work, and we have coworkers that we don't like or a boss that we don't like or a job that we hate or we had a bad experience and we come home and then we relive that bad experience. And then in reliving that bad experience, you expand on it. You say more, maybe you exaggerate just a little bit. You throw in how much it made you feel or how terrible it was or how terrible that person is and you go bigger and bigger and bigger, eliciting a different response, a different emotional feeling about the experience that you just had, thus recreating the same thing. Is it not the hardest thing that you'll ever do? It's the hardest thing you'll ever do because a lot of times I have clients that go, I just don't know how to do this. And I say, pretend that you do. Pretend that you do. We are just conditioned to complain. We are just conditioned to relive the horrors of our day instead of thinking about the positive things. So every single day, no matter how bad it is, there's always something to be grateful for. There's always something to look forward to that in our experience, something that was amazing. And we can use our visualization skills to propel that energy out front of us. So as we walk the sidewalk of life, we can start to experience life differently because we're working with the energy. And as we are shifting our energy and we're, and we're throwing out different thoughts, different words that elicit a different response in our body, a different physical sensation. Now I feel happy when I come home instead of agitated or stressed out or pissed off and then I bring that into my household and I regurgitate all the things that made me mad, all I'm doing is reliving that scene. I know why we do it. It is about releasing that stuck energy. Well, there's a thousand different ways you can release that stuck energy. When you come home, go for a walk, decompress, look at the scene that you experienced that wasn't so great and say, what can I, what can I learn from this scene? And then now maybe change it into something funny. Change it into something that changes and shifts your emotion and your emotional state. That's what mastery and life mastery is all about. And that really is exactly what I'm about. And what I want to teach is how to shift this and how to use our, it's, this is an old term, but how to use our mind faculties to work with the energy of our experience. Because our experiences are past thoughts and feelings made manifest.
we're basically living backwards. And we think we're living in, and going forward and say, oh, I experienced this experience in the physical reality. I experienced this thing. Then I have this emotion about this thing. And then I, I regurgitate about the experience. Well, in reality, it's our thoughts and feelings about things that go out into the world, go out into the universe and recreate similar scenarios for us to experience again those same feelings. So if you want to feel differently, do you want to be happy or are you stuck with your pain? Are you comfortable with the pain that you're feeling? Is that how you connect with other people? When you feel this pain and you have something to complain about, is that how you are connecting? Think about that for a minute. If I'm complaining, does that allow me to connect with others? Because if I came in around the water cooler with a bunch of my coworkers and started talking about uh, how wonderful my relationship is and how great my business is and how happy I am, they probably wouldn't be able to relate to me, would they? And we want to be accepted, whether we believe that or not, whether we, we really honor that or... But we want to be accepted. And so we tend to swim upstream with the rest of the salmon instead of standing alone like a rainbow trout. And so I ask you, because this is your life, you as an individual, you came into this physical body alone and you will leave this, this physical planet alone through your own perception and your own eyes and your own experiences, why not start shifting it and making it better? You know, I've worked with a couple of, a couple of different um, clients before and they're like, okay, but listen, if I start getting better and my husband doesn't go with me, now I'm going to get divorced. And I said, yeah, that, that might happen. That happened to me. I started growing and she didn't want to go with me and she didn't go with me and I couldn't stop growing and thus we grew apart. And was it painful? It, it was painful. It was painful because I, I struggled in that relationship for probably, it was almost nine years, nine year relationship. And I struggled for probably the last four years. And I'm happy as I ever could be in my relationship today. But I had to go through that struggle so I could grow and shift and change and become confident, step into the role that I'm in now as a woman and as a woman who's on a path to become happy, to use the tools that I teach to build a business, to build a community of women who are suffering in their own relationships. You marry the person you decided to get into this relationship with that was gonna be the love of your life. You made vows, you made promises, and that's great. But life is about growth. It's about progress. We don't get to stay stagnant, not for very long, you get, a, you get a raise and it doesn't take 6, 8, 10, 12 months and you're like, where's my other raise? You make a certain amount of money and you are expanding. You go on a trip and you want to experience the next one. That is life. It's about growth. It's about change and expansion. And if we don't go, we become stagnant. And that's when dis-ease starts to settle into our body because we're not going. The disease is the pain of life force moving through our bodies and us not going. So what can we do?
Start using your visualization. Start shifting things in your mind. Start looking at things differently. Take a second, pause, look at the scene and shift it. Try to not complain for an entire day. Some of you that are big complainers, try not to complain for an entire hour. It can be really hard. You'll catch yourself often. And so I realized I was, um, our youngest son, Cameron, went to, uh, we have Cherry Festival in town. Actually, it's over uh, today, Saturday. I'm recording this. And uh, it was over. And um, this weekend, or uh, earlier in the week, he and some friends went to what's called the Midway. And it's just, it's kind of like a fair, but there's no animals. It's all rides and games and stuff like that. So he and I know, four of his other friends. And so he comes home and I'm talking to him. And um, I said, tell me about your day. Like, how fun was it? He planned it. He initiated it. He made all the phone calls. We got all the arrangements. You know, he saved his money. It was great. He was like, really took the initiative. We're so proud of him, right? And he was so excited. He just is so social. He loves, loves hanging out with his buddies and whatever. And I said, so tell me about your day. And he was so excited. But the first thing that came out of his mouth was a complaint about his friend who is really obnoxious when he gets around all these other kids. And so I'm like, is he, I'm, you guys, he went on for 10 minutes. I'm like, dude, I said, okay, stop, stop, stop. I said, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about that. I said, tell me the fun that you had. So he, he spits out one sentence of fun. We went on this one ride and oh my gosh, it was so fun, but you're not going to believe what my friend said. And off he went again for several minutes about, com and complained about his friend. And I said, I said, okay, Cameron. I said, you know what? I said, let's talk about this again tomorrow. And I want you to tell me the fun stuff that you had. I said, because right now you're just complaining about your friend. So I'm trying to get him to shift. And it's hard. It's hard. I get it. It's becoming ingrained. And he's only 13. So if you are anything older than 13, I understand how hard it is. When I get going in a complaint zone, I know how hard it is because I'm trying to change things. I'm trying to shift the perspective. Well, you can do this on purpose. You go, wait, stop, stop, stop. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to do something different. I want to shift. I want to try something different. I want to just see what happens. This puts us in a different perspective and puts us in a little bit more of curiosity. Hmm, I wonder what could be different. I wonder how I can do something, shift my energy and my thinking. If you just try it, you're going to notice things are different. You're going to notice that you're much calmer, you're happier, you can stand back and look at things a little bit differently, but you do have to stop. You have to sit back and just kind of relax into the scene. But I, I'm going to encourage you to try it. I know that things can be really challenging at times and you, your emotions get the best of you and just know that it's normal. It's normal for us to feel and it's normal for us to have emotions. It's what we do. It's, it's us as humans. That's how we experience the world. That's how we experience the wonders of the world. But if you want more wonders of the world, then using your mind differently is going to be the key. So let's talk about visualization again. I want you to take, a, take a, a little time to do this exercise. And I want you to think of that area in your life that's really been bothering you. And I want you to create a scene that is, that is the upsetting. So something, a fight, I don't know. I, I don't know what it, whatever it is for you. And I want you to stand back and look at that scene as a third party person and see yourself, see your face and your demeanor and your body and hear your voice and, and your language and what words you're using. And 
Then I want you to pause the scene and shift it. I want you to now make something funny. I want you now to shift it into something loving, something inspirational. It'll probably be really challenging for you to do this because you'll have the emotion of anger and frustration and, and loneliness or sadness or depression or anxiety or, or one of these negative, hard-to-feel emotions. And, but I want you to keep trying because that's where, right there, in that skill is going to be the thing that allows you to shift and to redirect your entire life. There were times when someone would say to me, like, you know, when you get really angry, I want you to then stop in that moment and think about things that you're grateful for. There ain't nothing I'm grateful for <laughs> when I'm angry. But you have to stop. And this is where you start managing your emotions even in the heat of the emotion. There's lots of things that we can do to discourage the continuation of tough emotions. But I think in our, in our time when we can really challenge ourselves, become the woman warrior, and we can stand aside and go, you know what, I am gonna do this. I am gonna practice what Jen is saying. I'm gonna stop in this moment with this fight and I'm gonna go into my workshop, which is your meditation space. I'm gonna go into my workshop and I'm just gonna spend a moment there and I'm gonna restructure this scene because I want to feel better. We can't force people to change. Out in the physical world, you guys, that's where they're already showing up based on our energy that they are involved in. Because when I carry my energy around with me, right? And so when I move into with other people, other people start to react a certain way based on my energy. Because remember, the world is a reflection of me and the energy that's going on. I remember this one job I had and I was a cashier and this woman came in and it was an absolutely gorgeous day outside. Sunny, 72, 77, something like that. It was absolutely beautiful. We had tons of rain, like six or seven days of rain in a row. And now here's this beautiful blue sky, dry day, absolutely gorgeous. The temperature is perfect. This woman comes in, I said, good morning. I said, uh, you know, good to see you, whatever. And I said, what a beautiful day outside. Said, yeah. Now it's too hot. And I'm like, wow, it's not too hot. Okay. I said, okay, have a good day. She is someone that is going through life with a different pair of glasses on than somebody else. Because I'm thinking it's a beautiful day. We had all this rain and now it's beautiful out. And her remark, and it was not hot. It's not like it was 98 degrees. It was like 77. I mean, it was warm, but it was not hot in my opinion. And she was like, it's just too hot outside. And I, so she immediately is a person who is not happy. And I could go on and on with the people in my life, people that I work with, uh, maybe even a couple of clients that I have that are just not happy. They're not, not, not happy in life, but the, no matter what they change, no matter what they do, they're just not happy. That's a choice. Happiness is a choice. And it's a choice you make every minute of every day. And a lot of times we go, yeah, but if my kids would do what I ask them to, then I would be happy. No, you wouldn't. Because you can be happy no matter what. Well, if my, if my spouse would do what I ask them to or what I this or that, if she would put or he would put the cap on the toothpaste, then I would be happy. No, you wouldn't. Because if your happiness is dependent upon other people and things doing what you want, you are going to be unhappy for the rest of your life. There will, that perspective is something somebody does is going to make me unhappy, you are never going to be happy. Never. So if that is your perspective, you know what? You turn around, look in the mirror and say, I choose to be happy right now. 
right now in this moment, I can make a choice. And someone says, yeah, but Jen, you know, what about if there's a big pandemic that is running through the country? We can't be happy then. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can be happy in the middle of trauma. You, you may not be happy for the trauma, but you can be emanating happiness in your life. You know, there's times where there's something that's traumatic going on and somebody around you is calm. They're not zipping around with a big smile on their face. I'm not saying do that, but there's a calming energy. When there's trauma, where do we go? Who do we talk to? We go to the people that are calm. We go to the people that are deep down emanating happiness within them. And that energy calms us. It supports us in our times of need. You can choose to do it. You may not believe that, but I'm going to ask you to practice. Start forming right now. This is where it starts. You start with your thinking and your thinking, you're going to direct it towards things that make you happier. Things that feel better when you think of it. Get off the topic that's upsetting you. If you have something that you need to move, the energy you need to move, move your physical body. Get on the treadmill, go for a walk, walk the dogs, wrestle with your kids, go do something that allows you to move the energy out. You could sit in a meditative space and use your hands and, and visualize pushing that negative energy out of your body. And it will work every time. I guarantee it. This is where the work is. If we don't do the work, if our work is we have to control the people around us, you are wasting a lot of energy because that stuff is already made manifest. I've told you about the relationship with my mom. I changed that relationship by doing my inner work so she could show up differently. And show up differently, she does every day. We have a completely different relationship. And I will tell you one thing. When I started doing that work, it happened instantaneous. The time I got done with this one energy, um, when I was in my workshop, this energy activity that I was doing, she called on the phone just minutes after. And even, even this year alone, there was a couple of weird things that happened throughout a, a couple of different visits that we had. And she called to apologize. You guys have to understand, my mom's never apologized to me in, for anything in her life. I mean, a couple of different things here and there, but really, she is not a woman to apologize. And she's, now I'm not saying that she has to, I'm not saying that's a thing, but she's recognizing our relationship on a different level. And that's what's making our relationship shift and change as we are both adult women. So I think it's important, if you want things to change, you have to change. And when you work at that level, when you are committed to the growth that you have, committed to the growth that you, if I change myself, things in my life will change. If you commit to that, not only will your life change drastically for the better, but it's going to change quickly. I ask from stage, how many of you guys have problems in here? Everybody raises their hand. How many of you guys have been working on that problem for what feels like a thousand years? And everybody raises their hand. The reason you will continue, if you, if you will continue, if you do continue, sorry, if you do continue pushing the physical already manifest around, trying to get people to change, trying to manipulate them, trying to make them feel guilty, trying to make them do whatever it is you want them to do, and it doesn't work. It hasn't worked yet. Or maybe it works a teeny tiny bit for three minutes and then it goes back to normal. That is you trying to control what's already manifest. Now I say try something different and try something that works faster, easier, and lasts longer. That's what we want, right? Faster, easier, and lasts longer. And when we work at this energy level and things are faster, easier, and lasts longer, 
we're more encouraged to keep going, aren't we? I don't know about you, but I am. When I have, a tr when I have trouble with somebody, I go into my workshop, I get into my meditative state, I clear the energy of the space, the person, myself, any connection, any triggers. And when I can do that, not only do I feel empowered, I feel amazing, and then I'm curious about how it's going to show up when I go back to work, when I get back in, when I get back in, the, in the realm of that person, when I engage with that person again, I can't wait to see how it changes. And if it doesn't, it's okay. I'm going to go back and do it again. I'm going to go back and I'm going to try it again. And I'm going to do something differently. I'm going to pick a different scene. I'm going to try different words. But when it moves, it is exciting. It is, and I'm not manipulating. I'm just clearing energy. I'm clearing triggers that I have from that person. I'm clearing my own energy and I'm sending loving and healing energy towards them. I'm not manipulating. I'm not manipulating energy to force somebody to do something different. I'm not doing that. But when it moves so quickly, when a few minutes later, my mom calls on the phone and we have an amazing conversation, none that we've ever had for years and years and years. And it was easy because I just had to go into my workshop, light some incense, which was fun, sit at my meditative space, get a little quiet, play some music. It was amazing. And that part was easy. I didn't have to go to therapy for 20 years with my mom. She wasn't going to go anyway. And it doesn't work. And it's still, from that work I did, it's still lasting. It's been four years. And it's worth it. It's worth every minute that I stay in that meditative state. It's worth every single minute. So I encourage you to think about, take that thing that you're struggling with, take it, analyze it, draw a picture, get it in your head, pull out the scene, just feel how you feel, pause the scene and shift it and change it and clear the energy. And when I say clear the energy, that's different for everybody. You do act as if you've done it before, act as if you're confident and just do it. And I look forward to hearing how it works for you. I look forward to hearing your success stories in this area. And I have a different favor to ask. If you are listening to this podcast and it is serving you or you're liking the other 200 and some podcasts that I've put out or you're liking the message or you're liking my voice even or some of the things that I'm teaching or it's helping you in any way, will you do me a favor? Will you share my podcast? Will you post it on your page or share it on your Instagram or tell some friends about it? Because it's really important to me that my reach gets expanded. Because it's really important to me that I reach the far corners of the world where women are suffering and it's needless suffering that people out there, women out there do not know that they can manage their lives, that they can create a completely different life if they just manage their thoughts and their emotions. And it doesn't take much. You can't manage every single thought. And I'm not saying you're never going to be unhappy again. Life is about the whole range of emotions that we get to feel. We know true happiness when we have felt true sadness. We know true joy when we have been in the darkest moments of our lives. We know really excitement when we have experienced true boredom. And I want to share this message and I need your help. Uh, my reach doesn't seem to be going as far as I thought. And I would love if, if you love this podcast and you want to see it continue because 
I'm not going to continue a podcast that is only getting two downloads. <laughs> it's that's hard for me. I want to see 50, 100, 1000 downloads a day when I put a podcast out. That's my goal. That's my intention. And I would love to continue to do this podcast because I know that once I record it here a couple days from now, millions of women are going to hear it and they're going to start shifting their life. That makes me excited. That makes me want to continue to record. I hope that this podcast is serving you. And if it is, please share it. And if you have questions, comments, or you want to reach me, go to our Facebook group, Lady Rising, ask any questions. I'll be happy to serve. If you liked this episode and you look forward to future episodes and are really looking for a community to help support you with implementing the tools that we're talking about in this podcast, please consider joining our online sister community called Lady Rising on Facebook, where we focus on that spiritual support and connection, just like in today's episode. I hope you'll join us. Go to Facebook, type in Lady Rising, and tell me you came in through the podcast.